0: And thanks, everybody, for your time and interest in order to listen to these audios. So today we have a special guest. This uh, professional is Marcelo Figueira, who who is a professional that has been involved in urban planning and a lot of uh, different topics related to that uh, industry. And, uh, yeah, maybe, yeah, Marcelo, if you can just uh, give me a little bit of... uh, an overview about your background. And first of all, thank you for being open to this interview, to this conversation between you and me. And and I think uh, your input will be pretty valuable for everybody that is listening right now. So thank you for your time.
1: Thank you for being open to this. And uh, yeah. Oh, hi, everyone. And uh, Carlos, thank you so much for uh, inviting me. It's kind of a, a great pleasure to uh, have this uh Opportunity to talk to you about uh, cities and uh, our, you know, the profession and uh, related items. Everything that is related to cities really uh, interests me. So uh, we connect uh, a while ago. Uh, I I know about what what you do, and you know, you're curious about what I can do. So yeah, it's great to have this uh, time to talk about those things.
0: No, that's great. I know that. Uh like in my intro I was talking about uh, a little bit of uh, what uh, are the best practice as uh, an architectural industry, right? And uh, I think urban planning is is, is one of the, the most important uh, topics because basically you can just uh, see the whole uh, situation or the whole plan in the bigger scale uh, mm-hmm. in the broad area. So, I was thinking, well, if we want to do best practice, I think we we need to start from a specific point, and in order to kind of just uh, foresee the the whole situation, it is even better that somebody is kind of looking the the big scale, right? The master plan of of the whole component. But maybe before we get down to business, yeah, I can remember the first time that we sat down and and we discussed about uh, your experience and my experience. You were talking about. Uh, Ah, I can't remember that. Uh, uh, yeah, at some point we, we met each other. And when we were talking at that point in time, I was like, well, where, right? And, uh, it was pretty funny because I was, uh, uh, cleaning my car and all of a sudden, yeah, I, I just remembered you. Like, yeah, you were part of the comedy of design of Edmonton, right? When I was, uh, uh, giving the presentation for a new development in, in, in the, in Edmondson city. And I can remember you, like, being part of that board. And, uh, yeah, I can remember you, you gave me a, a really good, qu- uh, questions. And, uh, no, it was great that everything went well. But, uh, yeah, can, can you tell me, uh, a little bit more about, uh, what is, uh, those association
1: that you are forming part in order to can just do better cities? Yeah, so um, I am. I'm one of the members of uh, the Edmonton Urban Design Committee. Uh we just say Design Committee? Um, uh, I'm actually a uh, past uh, vice chair of the committee. Um, the committee is uh, it's a group of volunteers, so it's about um, eleven people from uh, various backgrounds, like architecture, landscape architecture, engineering, arts industrial design. Uh, so the, the committee, it's uh, it's appointed by council and um, uh, we, we do a lot of work uh, to support the council and uh, city administration in reviewing development permits applications and rezoning applications and uh, some city-led uh, projects. So any massive uh, master plan that the city put forward like for instance uh Chinatown or the Jasper uh new vision for Jasper Avenue. So all those like neighborhood plans uh, that the city is leading. So the ego it, it goes to the Edmonton Design Committee for review and input. But um, I- interesting that you talk about the, the big picture because I just wanna uh I, I don't I don't know if I mentioned but I am actually a civil engineer by trade. Like, I, I came from Brazil in 2003, and I was a civil engineer. And as a civil engineer, you just see the small picture. Like, it's it's really sometimes uh, very to the detail of uh, how things are going to work, right? The, the numbers, number crunching, and uh, all the, the minutiae of how actually put, together like a, a building or, or infrastructure uh, component something like that so I'm a civil engineer and then I, I moved on to urban planning um, even before the, uh, I came to Canada I was working as a planner uh, in Brazil because I'm from São Paulo and then I think the I think the big picture is really the most interesting that uh, someone can see like as a uh, Participating in in your community, right? So, once you've, you you get a taste of what it means for yourself and for your your peers and for people that live in your neighborhood or you know your coworkers, your friends, your family, it's really hard to give up that uh, uh, you know opportunity to, to see the big picture. So I I got in love with urban planning. That's 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 what happened, and then I, I just Stop I stopped being an engineer. I value that education, but I use that education through to my planning degree. And then, and never stopped there. So from there, I went to um, get my master's in environmental um, design and get into more urban design related projects. So even like a big picture, that's where I got involved in master plans, a uh, plans, and then uh, kind of a being appointed to the City of Edmonton Design Committee. So that's how I, I got there. So long, story short, right? this. <laughs> you, you can't get enough of looking at big pictures.
0: <laughs> no, that's, uh, that, that's good. And uh, I, I'm going to just give a little bit of disclaimer here because uh, my past uh, interview, it was an actual professional from Passive House and it was a brazilian person as well so i want to just tell everybody that i'm not uh, being just biased for latin american people because i'm mexican you're brazilian <laughs> and my past one was brazilian as well so yeah we, we are gonna have a, also a lot of canadians so uh, don't don't get uh, frustrated for that <laughs> so uh, this wasn't wasn't planned at all but it's a, a good thing that uh, something that i've Fine is, and what I've loved from, from, from Canada is that, um, they provide home and resources for high skilled professional that want to enhance the profession and the practice regionally. And this is a pretty cool thing, right? So we, we can say that, uh, no, we are pretty, pretty proud to be part of this, of this country as well. And, uh, and for all the resources and the opportunities that are here in order to can improve the, the practice as well. So, uh no, that's uh, that's uh, pretty interesting that uh yeah, you you were my 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 second in line and, and you're Brazilian as well, but uh, <laughs> that that's a good thing. So, talking a, a little bit more about uh who is uh Marcelo. So, I understand uh that the company that you're representing is called DSA, which stands for uh, Green Space Alliance. But before we get down into specifics of what your company so you're saying that uh, you uh, were a civil engineer in uh, Brazil, but you came uh, to Canada and you studied uh, some uh, further degrees in, in schooling locally, right?
1: Right. So I, I like when I um, um, my last years in Brazil, like the last two years that I was in Brazil uh, before I came here, I, I got involved into some developers, like big big developers there. And that was my first contact from doing doing more planning. And there's no uh, urban planning as a profession in Brazil. Is it like engineers or architects or landscape architects that pursue that kind of a stream into that profession? But there's no degree for urban planners. So when I decided to move to Canada, I said, well, now I want to pursue like proper education in this field. So my first, the first thing that I did was, I took a second degree in urban geography, which is uh, urban studies, so kind of preparing for the planning. And then after that, I did my, my master's in the environmental design, uh, which is uh, a stream from the University of Calgary at that time that uh, specialized in urban planning. So to the environmental design degree, I got the, the design skills and, and more of the social sciences skills for urban planning.
0: Right. Does that right. make sense? Yeah. No, that makes totally sense. So and yeah. again, right, uh, there is a part of all the professionals to enhance uh, the skills, right, and always just get a little bit more of education and never you you cannot go wrong with that, right? So, uh no, that's uh, that's uh, pretty good. So now, can you tell me more about uh ESA? Can you define the company with your own words?
1: Uh, the company is Eager about design. That's what, that's what we are. Like we, um, everything that we do is related to linking design and people, right? To where they live, where they play, where the, you know, things that you do in your neighborhood. So we, we, we use design as a tool, um, I think to create try to create better communities better places things like that so uh i i know a lot of people say and i even put this in my link in uh, um i i i like this expression city building because like city builders like what you do to 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 your to cities and 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 towns and and villages but in at GSA I think we're moving from city building to actually city making because we all that you do is actually to benefit who lives there right so uh, all, like buildings and, uh, and and that that infrastructure those things are secondary like it's important is how the people perceive the space and places so that's that's our kind of a, our niche and uh, where we want to specialize is to be more like from city building to city making. Because if, like there's a lot of examples, uh, parks and plazas that are very well designed and even buildings like in architecture, but nobody likes them, right? Like nobody kind of a few engaged to those places. It's just because there's no, city-making or place-making, uh, linking people to places. So we will we really want to stress that, yes, we have skills, we have expertise and uh, education, but this is towards creating that link between people and what they're going to experience in the places that we design.
0: Right. So what are your basics in order to accommodate those types of principles in design in order that the people can go to those places so it's basically i'm I'm thinking like a study of demographics a study about uh, what uh, the tradition the culture i believe what are the the principles that you use in order to to make these cities city making right so what you can say
1: about it um, okay, so there's not enough information if, like, one thing is data and information, right? We we have access, and uh, like everybody today, we have access to a lot of data, um, but data is nothing if you cannot transform that data into information. So we try to collect that data and talk to people and say, okay, this is what we've we research or we, we found. Now let's see how you feel about that that data and what information can you give me to uh, help me with my design. So there is a there is a link between uh, what you can as a as a profession, how much you can move forward until a certain point where you need that kind of a uh, input from people. To make your design people oriented I'm not sure if I explain myself uh, enough, but I mean uh, there's a lot a lot of things that like for instance right now we're doing this uh, through a, a video conference right so uh, in this in this pandemic time we had to learn about tools to keep the keep the work going right so there's a lot of uh, engagement online there's a lot of video conference but how do you do this to actually get uh information and transform that information in in into the something that helps you with your design so that's that's the key right so we in, in all that we we try to do is uh yeah there's technology there's data there is a lot of tools but this is nothing if we don't connect with people when, and make that uh, worthwhile to them in terms of information, informing what we do.
0: Right, and uh, trying to look at your uh, wide portfolio, I was looking at, uh, at the website that uh, you have been involved in certain, on certain projects. One was uh, Alberta Research Council Master Plan. Another one was uh, Mill Woods Transit Oriented Development. Another yes. one that was uh, pretty intriguing to me it was the City Cambros downtown area de- redevelopment plan so can you just give me a little bit more of, of understanding about uh, what consists of this uh, City Cambros downtown redevelopment
1: yeah, so that is uh, that was one of the latest plans that we did in 2019. We finished in 2019, started in 2018. Um, it's a downtown plan. That was before I joined Jesse, but one of the reasons that I was attracted to Jesse is actually because Jesse is very specialized in downtown planning. So um, why would a city invest in downtown, right? So like downtown needs a lot of money for uh infrastructure it's hard to keep the sometimes the uh, the business going but every city has kind of a key interest in investing downtown And it, it's mostly because downtown is where things happen and if the other town is it's doing well it kind of spilled over the rest of the city so in camrose there's a v- very nice Main Street that people that come from other provinces just to experience the retail uh, that is available on uh, in, in Main Street in, in, in Camrose. But outside that Main Street, you don't have that same vibrance. Mm-hmm. It's not like the same kind of feeling. So we use data and information and to that data and information to create um, um, an environment or design an environment that would entice people to come to downtown. And with that kind of uh, encouragement to come to downtown, it starts to create an effect where there's more economic development. So the end goal for the municipality was, well, we need to see what is the return of our investment if we're going to um, upgrade roads, uh, build better sidewalks, Put better lighting, uh, do like, a, create a, a central park, a plaza. So what, what, what's seen for the municipality? Because we know that people are gonna be, are gonna say, well, this is nice. Like, this is a better environment. But, but then what, right? So w- then what means by creating that environment where people, uh, would like to come, then you're able to support businesses, like you're able to support restaurants and cafes and uh, uh, even like firms coming to downtown and don't get me wrong like uh, we live in Edmonton Edmonton is a city of 1 million people compared to Cambrough's is about 21,000 but uh, it, the, the, the importance of downtown is the same right the impact that a great downtown area has to the city doesn't really uh, it, it scale towards the, the, the size of the population so it's very important and in Camrose. Like Camrose has a uh, University of Alberta, Augustana campus. So it's a city where there's a lot of students there. And the neighborhood where they live is very vibrant when they're there. But there's nothing for them to do when, once you know, they're out of school, or they, they just go home, uh, to go back to uh, their their own towns and, and families. Or you know, and even during the school time, it's just like back and forth from the municipality. So that there is community base where you can build upon to create a, a better, more vibrant community, and that's the the spirit of this downtown plan. So that this downtown plan is going to allow for more people to come to live to downtown. It's going to allow for people to enjoy being there uh, in, in different times of the day and, and, and the week. Uh, there, there, there are streets that are going to be closed. We, we already, they already closed streets on some dates, but now they're closing more streets to allow people just to walk around and, and use the, the open space. And even more important during a pandemic is that you have that separation space between individuals so one more one more reason why it's public spaces in large areas are important. But um, in summary, like uh, I think the municipality was happy because they see that they're gonna putting uh, there's going to be return of investment, and the the residents see the benefits of something that they can enjoy, right? And then they can appreciate their downtown. More just the, the, the main street.
0: How do you like it so far? Thank you for being with us. If you want to know about the following part, just keep in touch and follow us for the next part of this episode. And please, don't forget to leave me a review on whichever platform that you're using to listen in this podcast, either good or bad. Remember, Mexicans have thicker skin. You will harm my feelings, that for sure. And better yet, if it has some good criticism so I can learn from it and improve it that will be even greater. I understand this hasn't been perfect but it can be better every time. I recognize your time is valuable and would like you to enjoy this moment with me as well. Also if you like what you get from this audio I will recommend you to be the first to share this info with your friends so maybe they can get something valuable from it as well. Thanks for listening and let's meet again soon.